Hello. I'm here talking to Kendall. I'm here talking to Annie. Disclaimer, we've been friends for so long. We're essentially post-verbal, but we're talking it out for you. I am talking about Lobster Boy today. Um, He terrorized his family. I'm going to be talking about the ups and downs of the early 2000s it girl, Paris Hilton. Content warnings for my story are sexual assault and domestic abuse. Content warnings for mine are hate speech and Greek billionaires. Sources are in the show notes. Everything's alleged, but this is certainly Tell No One. I am talking about the lobster boy. Yeah. I'm going to call him that. With no ill will, no malintent. No malintent. <laughs> no mal- it's an identifier. And like, primarily because he called himself that, he marketed himself that way. Okay. He, he did it himself. Yeah. All right. His name is Grady Franklin Stiles Jr. <laughs> okay. He's born in 1937 in Pittsburgh. Oh. He's born with a rare congenital deformity called ectrodactyly. Okay. So here's if I can get this across to you, it'll be a miracle how it looks. Okay. There's a fusing of fingers, right? Yeah. Or toes can happen in the feet too. Okay. And for him it does happen in the feet too. Okay. So it sort of looks like the three fingers in the middle between okay, so thumb and pinky are left out, right? Okay. Three in the middle are like fused to the outer. Three in the middle fused to the outer. <laughs> <laughs> so like um it kind of looks like Lobster claws. lobster claws. Okay, so his hands are lobster claws. Well, let me try to explain it. I want to get We're it. We're going to have pics on the Instagram. Yeah, but we'll have photos up on the. Yeah, that is going to be very helpful. <laughs> right. Kind of like live long and prosper. Yeah, but like uh, stretched all the way out. Oh, boy. So there's a thickness to the claw. Yeah. That I find compelling. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Generations of his family have it. Oh. And they all are circus workers. Like they all workers. I mean, performers. Acts. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz like they're making the best of it, right? Mm-hmm. They know they're going to be gawked at in their life anyway. Might get paid for get it. Get paid, yeah. Sure. It is so genetic like it's hard for them to have children who don't have it. Wow. I know. His case is very severe and um like I said he has it in his feet too. Um so if you can picture his legs kind of stop below the knee oh. and um that's where his feet are and oh. and they're 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 clawed yeah okay <laughs> i'm um mm-hmm. <laughs> um he's not able to walk oh wow so for the most part he uses a wheelchair but he's also very adept at getting around by by crawling <laughs> Um, and he will pull himself along with his arms and he has an impossibly strong upper body oh um, the quote is alarmingly strong. Oh, it will. And it will matter. Oh, <laughs> um, so yeah, his father had him working in the circus as a, and I'm going to say freak because that's how they marketed him at that right. time. Right. Right. By the age of seven. Mm. I know. Um, they're called the lobster family. <laughs> He's lobster boy. I assume one day he'll be lobster, lobster man. man. Is dad lobster man? So dad's lobstered. Yeah. All right. He is a hit. The show is a hit. Always has been. Right. Generations of hits. Yeah. And they there is something about they're kind of privileged within the world of... He's a nepotism baby. <laughs> okay, that's not what I mean. <laughs> I mean that like... Uh, he's Maud Apatow. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> okay, what I mean is that they... What, people that have the 
the lobster family. Yeah. They don't have to perform an incredible feat. Oh, they okay. just need to stand there and get looked at. Right. right. So it's not like I'm the strong man who has to like lift a crazy thing right. or I have to like, you know, n- put this nail into this piece of wood with my head or right. whatever. Or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, or something. I don't know. Similar like to that. that. <laughs> um, so here's how he introduces himself in the show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am the lobster boy. This condition is not caused by drugs or disease. It runs in the family. Oh. Woo! Oh, um, oh come on. He is who he is. <sighs> Whatever. Eventually he meets <laughs> eventually he meets Mia Teresa. Maria <laughs> Teresa. Look, in every article her name is a little Pick bit one. different. Pick one. No. Uh, like sometimes it's Mary, sometimes it's Maria. I'm gonna call her Mary. She's a teenager who has run away from home and joined the circus. The circus. She ran away to the circus. Well, what are we in the sixties at this point? Yeah, that seems a little I mean, late no, to do no, that. No, fifties. I'm sorry, so fifties because she's a teenager. Oh yeah, the fifties. So she's just staff, not a performer. Right. No talent. No talent. <laughs> um, she falls in love with him, and they get married. Okay. Um, they have a few kids, one of whom does not have the condition. Oh, wow. And the others join, join, join the, the show. Join, yeah. Join the act. Yeah. So, yeah, they do have that one daughter who doesn't have it, though. And she is, like, very much favored by him. Weird, because she ain't making any money. Weird, because she ain't making any money. <laughs> what is this, the Culkins? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I don't know. There's something psychological there, don't you think? That like the one kid oh, who's yeah. no, quote unquote normal. Yeah. He has Favors. an affinity for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe you hate yourself, lobster man. I think he probably does. Yeah. He already has a reputation among the circus people. Yeah. For being hot headed and violent uh, with see? a sour disposition. Sour. <laughs> I know. He was so hated that like. One guy's quoted saying he wouldn't even shake this guy's hand. Like, like he wouldn't shake Lobster Boy's hand. He did not trust him. <laughs> trust him. He's like, I'm not I touching not that smarmy him. motherfucker. Oh, yeah. The ha- shaking the hand has nothing to do with, like, being oh, clawed. I didn't even think that. Okay, right, right, right. He was known to lose his temper and throw tantrums at a moment's notice <sighs> to the point where many of the other performers outright avoided him. I would. Yeah. What? Yeah. This like really angry man. It's gonna start popping off on me. No. Yeah. Apparently, he would use his wild strength to smack or <laughs> choke people who annoyed him. You can't do that, sir. Anybody? You can't at all do that. Choke. Um, at work, you're choking coworkers. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And they they say that this is something he was exceptionally good at, considering the shape of his hands. I think they mean that he like would use his claws to his advantage. Right. Um so like yeah, he like he like uses his ability right. and his violence. Right. And there was an element of his ever present rage that had to do with be- the whole freak show thing. Right. I'm sure that sucks. Completely. Like he was gawked at and taunted from childhood. Ugh. And I can't imagine being seven and being a freak show oh, performer. Oh no. And he was always like harassed by spectators. Mm-hmm. And um the whole thing created incredible resentment in him. Oh, I'm sure. For like the human race. race. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, people say he carried his hate like a security blanket. So yeah. kind of like I'll I will hate you before you can be grossed out by me you know right what I mean? before you can like make fun of me yeah 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 um which like you get yeah the hard thing about he will commit 
really horrible acts of violence Mm -hmm. and you will hate him. Mm -hmm. But like the hard thing is that you understand the root of that. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like some people handle it differently. Yeah. But like, it's hard to get out of the circus life. It's hard life to leave behind. Yeah. And, and how else would you make money? Right. It's all you've you've ever done. Yeah. His anger worsens as he begins drinking. Oh, never good. Dad. Dad, please put the bottle down. <laughs> oh, uh, lobster dad. They're lobster too. He's just dad. <laughs> <laughs> He's becoming routinely violent to the people around him. Mm. So like verbally, obviously. Um, and that intensifies as he drinks. Yeah. And then he's also doing shit like swatting or choking yeah. with his claws. He would also headbutt people. <laughs> just like, again, coworkers. That's crazy. You get headbutted at work. What the fuck do you do? Grady just headbutted me. Oh my God. He did it again. Like, ow. Oof. It would be like, ow. (laughs) So as you can imagine, if he's known at work for being a tyrannical and abusive boss who instilled fear and loathing amongst his peers, what's he like at home? He's bad at home. Bad guy always was. Mm. He's drinking whiskey and beating his family. Period. Uh, <laughs> He's using his claws. He's subjecting them to fits of rage, his uh, family. Uh-huh. He's running into them with his wheelchair <gasps> for fun. Ouch. Ouch. He's using the claws, shoving them into his family members' eyes, <gasps> and he's nipping at Mary's breasts. <laughs> yeah. No. Ouch. Stop that. Yeah, but he says good. <laughs> uh. Ow! Mm-hmm. What the literal fuck? Like, he's down. Is he, like, on in his wheelchair, like, nip? That's really, getcha. really gross. Yeah, dude. It's I know. gross. Um, <laughs> the kids who have the condition, he won't allow them out of the house without, like, big gloves on. Not to protect them from gawkers, but just so people couldn't get a free peek at the hands. Oh, come on. You son of a bitch. These are my hands. Oh, poor kids. These are my hands fuck fuck off so mary is like gets the brunt of it of course she does she is of course choked of course and we know what that means bad news she's raped sometimes with objects oh my god i know one of his daughters calls him satan himself oh um mary's final straw is in 73 yeah they have a fight and he throws her to the ground and he Attempts to rip her IUD out from inside of her with his claw. <sighs> they did have IUDs back then. That was going to be my first thing. She says this in court. It's a fact. That's so, like, deep. Uh, for anyone who doesn't have an IUD, they're inserted so deep inside of you that when they do, like, when they clamp your shit open and they they insert it, yeah. you have cramping for days oh, from having off. anything f- that far up inside of you. Fuck you. Um, so that is him. Oh my god! <laughs> I, it is beyond belief, right? Right. Ooh. So she does divorce him mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then in, in 78, his teenage daughter, Kathy, falls in love with a boy named Jack Lane. Mm-hmm. It sounds like she wanted out of their home (laughs) because even while him and Mary are apart, he has a, again, tyrannical power over his children. Yeah. Cause they're in the show, right? Yeah. They're in the show and he's just like still so controlling. Just like push him down the stairs. I know. (sighs) I know. I know. I know. I would do bad things. (laughs) I know I would. 
And she loves this boy. Right. right? She right. loves Jack. Okay. What happened? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so some sources say that when she tells her parents that they're engaged, she also told them that she was pregnant. Mm. I don't think she was, but she. I think she wanted it to be very clear. Like, me and Jack are a family now. We're not a part of this family anymore. Right. Like, you if I have I mean? to say I'm pregnant for you to get that, then I'm going to. For you to, like, let us get married. Right. Okay, fine. Right. You know? Right. Ooh, nightmare. But again, this is the daughter who he preferred, right? Right. So he's got a like stranglehold on her life. Mm. Interesting choice. (laughs) He does not like Jack. Okay. Some people say it was like hard to know why. Like it might it might have just been abject hate. Right. But he also might have heard Jack um, talking shit. (laughs) Talking shit. Mm. Um, And then they they said that like anybody who Grady ever had even an inkling that they had made fun of him before. Mm That was something he would never forget, and he would carry that hate. Oh, God. Got it. Got it, got it, got it. Black, blackballing Jack. But this is a teenage boy. Right. You know what I mean? Even right. if he had made a comment about, you know, you know. The claws. You know, uh, does he deserve to die? <gasps> is it punishable by death? Death? Shotgun blast? Oh, no. All right. <laughs> On the eve of the wedding... Oh no, Grady! Have I made it clear that Grady's lobster boy? Yeah, okay. Grady confronts Jack. He either he either went to see Jack uh-huh. or he lured him, lured Jack to him under the guise of like, "Fine, I'll give you my blessing. Come over tonight." <laughs> That's so evil. That is sick. That is so evil. Luring a teen by like, jail for that. Period. That alone. <laughs> you lured a teen somewhere. You're going to jail, buddy. <laughs> um. He had told him before, I will kill you before you marry my daughter. Oh. And now he's making good on that promise. Oh, God. (laughs) As Jack is walking up to the house, Grady uses a shotgun to shoot him twice in in the the boy's chest and back. So he like turns to try to run. Oh, no. And he got him again. Young. Young. He died in Kathy's arms. Oh, come on. Fucking, are you kidding me? So sad. While he's dying, her father sits on the porch, smiles at her, and tells her, told you I'd kill him. Ew, dad. The thing about that, like... Ew, dad. There's something ooky, icky about a father being that wild about his daughter, like, having a romantic interest. It's a little bit like, do you want to fuck her? It's a little bit like, has he been? Yeah. Big questions deserve big answers. (laughs) (laughs) Um... As a side note, some articles name the fat lady and the bearded woman as witnesses to the murder. <laughs> Period. So those bitches saw you. You're not getting away with it. <gasps> the fat lady? That's all she is? <laughs> okay. I know. I know. I can't. Even being, even being bearded is like, who cares, man? We're all. Okay. We're in a different era. We have to. Oh, yeah. Put I mean, get into there. the gig. Like, right, we're right, in a right, different right. era. I, just, I get taken out sometimes. I know. <laughs> so he shows no remorse, obviously. Obviously. Openly confesses to the murder during trial. Okay. It gets a lot of media attention because it's insane. Because <laughs> it's insane. Um, He is bragging about it. Okay. On trial, he doesn't even try to, to provide, like, a defense. Like, he's just like, I did what I did, and, and I love that about me. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. He's convicted of third degree murder, which uh, why is it third? That's so weird because he's like, I did it. I planned to do it yeah. and I would do it again. I lured him to me to do it. I goddamn did it. 
And you know what, boys? I'm glad I did. That's first degree if I've ever heard it. You know what I mean? Well, there's one thing I'm learning through this goddamn podcast. <laughs> is like nothing makes sense legally. It's all like, gotcha. Yeah. But because he argues that there's no prison or state institution that could humanely house an inmate with his condition, mm-hmm. he is sentenced to home some house arrest and probation. Oh. House arrest? Um what's like what there's just no jail that, that has like will it's wheelchair accessible like uh, fucking apparently i'm sure he you could you could nitpick right he, i'm sure right. he argued these ty- these minute like i need help doing this and this but he probably doesn't he probably is fucking fine yeah he probably you're right it's just the same as a, a new inmate who has is in a wheelchair right but i'm sure he is like well my shit's very specific right you know? and they're all like oh god just god, stop talking fine yeah yeah go home like, <laughs> uh he also argues his health is poor because he has um, cirrhosis of the liver from the fucking drinking. Right. And emphysema from the smoking. He's on 60 palm oils a, a day. A lot of people have that and go I to jail. I think we're all on 60 palm oils a day. Prison, I mean. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is so crazy. Yeah. Papers call it a sympathy verdict. Doi. I don't have sympathy for this man. I don't either. But he is emboldened by by the, the ruling. Yeah, I would be. He got away with murder, like, literally. Yeah, I would be. He feels like he's above the law. Seems like he is. Because he is right about that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Strangely, at around the, this same time, Mary... Uh-huh. Yeah, Mary remarries him. Mary remarries him, you mm-hmm. said. <laughs> him. <laughs> oh, after the murder? Yeah. Okay. He had briefly quit drinking, so she's like, you know what? I love this man. <laughs> That's my man. <laughs> I'm not going to shame her because no. she's so clearly fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she does not need me judging her. But and she will get hers. Don't worry. Oh. <laughs> I mean that she'll get her um, karma. Her fucking vengeance. She'll get it. Oh. Um, but So he's back at home with her. Okay. He's worse than ever. <sighs> He's so emboldened because not only has he gotten away with murder, he got his wife back after doing horrible shit to her. Completely. So he's like, I am God. I'm lobster God. Completely. Mm. The beatings are more regular and more severe. Mm. He's using a belt. Isn't this a violation of his probation? Someone call his probation. Someone call probation. (laughs) And leave the house. He can't leave the house. His family say living with him was unbearable. I'd say so. Now we're in 89, by the way. (gasps) Modern. Wow modern times yep wow he is telling people he could kill them get away with it he's just telling the truth hey mailman (laughs) (laughs) i can kill people and get away with it just so we're clear where you stand with me i have no qualms about killing and there's no prison that has adequate services for me (laughs) 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 Yeah. yeah he is telling family members i killed before i got away with it i can do it again oh that i'm completely comfortable doing it again that's funny but scary really terrifying the threats are frequent i don't know why they're not leaving Uh, that is so like not my that's so not right what i said and that is not how you usually talk (laughs) no it's not what i really feel that wasn't me (laughs) that girl right there that wasn't me I don't know who she is. Well, I get that there's something particularly hard to wrap your head around because he can't leave the house. That's, I think, what I'm thinking. Uh, any other situations, like, of course he's going to come hunt you down and kill you. Yeah. Like, you can never really escape. <laughs> <laughs> but with him, he's like, housebound. 
I mean, I ideally, they're probably not checking in, though. Well, it doesn't sound like they're checking in. There's not like probation. monitoring bracelets, I'm sure. And I think that, you know, the the regular old entanglement of like, he owns my home. Right. He uh, has... He, he has to be able to see his kids. Like right. I can't, I can't take his kids away from him. You know what I mean? Right. All that kind of shit. I'm sure there's plenty of things that make it hard to leave someone. Yeah, I know. I know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I know, you know, I'm making sure they know, you know, right. I really know that. All right. <laughs> but get this bitch. He tells Mary, I'm going to kill you, but the timing is just not right. <laughs> Ma- mm-hmm. Wait, girl. What? I thought we were back in love. Oh, the timing's just not right. <laughs> the timing's not right. It's a timings game. I'm not going to do it right before I'm going to kill you, but I have a busy week. Yeah. Like, it's March. Poor thing is walking around her house like, okay. Okay. Okay, Grady. Daddy. He's also having a harder time keeping the behavior in check in public. Seems like he's never did, but okay. <laughs> he had the murder trial. <laughs> I'm like, now everyone's finding out. <laughs> All right. Um, but he's doing shit like at his shows. He's lunging at audience members. Put him. What? He's they're the, still doing shows? Like yeah. freak shows in the 80s? I think they are. Ew. He is like obviously visibly drunk and just like scary on stage. Good God. Um, Someone stop this man. Somebody does? A really unlikely person does. <laughs> there are a few final straws this time. Hmm. His daughter, Kathy. Poor Kathy. She was seven months pregnant. Oh. She tried to intervene while he was beating her mother. Oh. He beat her, beat Kathy so badly that she had to go to the hospital for an emergency C-section. Oh, no. I know, Baba. Baby Liv. Yeah. Okay. But she like went into early labor or like whatever. two months early. Yeah. What the fuck? Dad? Uh, you, you killed my fiance? And then... And, and now then you're doing this. You're goddamn kidding oh my god right on cue <laughs> <laughs> um and then the other final straw for the mary f- iud round two not quite okay he is kneeling by her bed one night yeah she wakes up to him kneeling over her breathing his whiskey breath oh gross drawing a knife across her throat <gasps> he then dropped it and crawled away when she woke up no no no, no. yeah <laughs> like I'll get you next time. Skitter, scatter, skitter. Oh my God. No, that is so scary. I know. So by 92, she's had enough. 92. Her whole goddamn life. Literally like 30 plus years. Yeah. Nightmare. So she concocts a plan. Nice. For herself and her fucking kids. She's like, he'll kill me if I ever try to leave him again. So I can't just do that. Right. She gets together with her son from another marriage, from the her in-between marriage when they oh. were apart. Harry Glenn Newman Jr., also known as the human blockhead, because she had married another. <laughs> she is a groupie. <laughs> By blockhead, I think they just mean that he would, he would, Nail nails into the wall with, with his, his head. head. Okay. So they hire she and her son. <laughs> so Mary and the blockhead. Yeah. Human block. <laughs> yeah. I wish you wouldn't laugh. Okay, just go people. On. So together, her and her son, the human blockhead. Mm-hmm. I- I'll call him Harry. <laughs> <laughs> they hire a 17-year-old 
sideshow performer Chris Wyant to kill Grady. Keeping it in the circus family. Gotta do it. That's all we know. It's all we know. He is, by the way, a teenage sideshow performer with gang ties. It's just a lot of things to be. Teenage. Just a lot for one man to be. Right. She paid about $1,500. And then in November of 92, while Grady is watching TV in his undies in his trailer. Nice. Wyatt enters, shoots him at point blank range. He's dead. And then he's dead because of that. Bye. He's dead from that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I don't know. There's some dispute over whether Mary wanted him to kill Grady or just like rough him up. No. There's also some story where she just kind of like, you know, there were a few circus boys in her home and she kind of floated a general thought of, oh, what? I wish someone would do something. This $1,500 is burning a hole in my pocket. Uh, there's some money on the counter and some deeds that need to be done. I would give it to someone who killed him. Either way, Lobster Boy is dead at 55. Hi-ho, hi-ho. What the hell he did? <laughs> During trial, his kids testify against him. They're like, fuck him, I hate him. Obviously, their mother's defense is like, we were so horribly abused. I did not see another way out. Yeah. My husband was going to kill my family. I believe that from the bottom of my heart. He told me every fucking day. I believe that because he told me that. Right. She goes, I'm sorry this happened, but my family is safe now. Sorry to that man. She's just being a mommy. Right. Like, uh, he's telling me. It's him or me. Mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's him or me. That's (laughs) the whole story. She describes the beatings in court all through tears. God. Again, she has to do this. Horrifying. Mm. She also describes an incident where he sexually assaulted her with a blackjack. Uh, I don't know what that is. It looks like a tiny guitar case. (laughs) (laughs) What is it for? I don't know what it's for. But it's a little tiny leather thing. So it's an object. So not cool. You know what? Not fucking object. Period. End of the day, an object. Another time she describes he tried to smother her with a pillow. Okay, he attempted murder. Right. Like, hello. He had killed before people. Right, right. The defense explains that Mary probably barely remembers the de- details of arranging that killing because of her PTSD. Mm. Mm. I don't remember doing that. Something to consider. Something to consider. But prosecutors say, like, well, the murder was meticulously planned over a period of weeks. You know what? Either way. I don't care. I don't care. They ask her to, to elaborate on why she couldn't just leave him. She's like, where would we go? What would we do? I can't hide the whole family. They stand out. Right. Like, are you fucking... I'm sorry, Mary, for bringing that up earlier, but, you know, it's a knee-jerk reaction, but I logically understand that it's not that simple. Of course. We know, we know, we know. We're on your side, Mary. (laughs) Wyant, who actually killed him, shows no emotion. What do I care? Yeah. I did the job. They are all convicted. Oh. And Wyant... It gets 27. Who pulled the trigger gets 27 years. Oh, no. Mary gets 12. In jail, jail, though. She had to go to jail, jail. Fuck everything. She's out in 2000. Honestly, worth it. Her kids are like, hi, mommy. Welcome home. Right. We love you. Mommy, my hero. Yeah. When Grady was laid to rest, he was so loathed by his community that only 10 people attended, and of the 10, none were willing to be pallbearers. Mm. You get what you get. Seriously. His son, Grady Third, Oh, sucks for him. <laughs> he says of his father, I'm not a fan of my dad as a person. My dad was racist and abusive. A racist? Love that. Interesting new fact. 
when I cried, he was like, I'll give you a reason to cry. That happens. But it's not good. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? He is like, thank you for showing me who not to be. And maybe you can appreciate who I am because of that. You were a drunken bastard, but you are my dad. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. You were a drunken bastard, but you you are my my dad. dad. You only get one. (laughs) Happy Father's Day, dad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Well. Paris Hilton, baby. Exactly. I feel like this isn't working. I can hear you. You can? Nice and clear, brother. Okay. Maybe that. I don't know. Okay. Paris Hilton was born in February 1981 in NYC. What day? What day? 17th. My mommy's birthday. Weird. She's an Aquarius. To Richard Hilton and Kathy Hilton. The oldest of four children. She has her sister, Nikki. She's older than Nikki. Yeah. Nikki is 83. And two younger brothers, Baron and Conrad. Her great-grandfather was Conrad Hilton, who founded the Hilton Hotels. And her Kathy Hilton, her mom's sisters are Kim and Kyle Richards. They are child stars and are on like the Housewives franchise. Kyle Richards was just in the new Halloween movie. Really? Reprising her role as the little girl. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, oh. She's, she's a girl. Like Women Little now. House on the Prairie, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is going to be, this is going to be a ride. So Hilton moved frequently in her youth. She lived in Beverly Hills, the Hamptons, and she lived in a suite in the Waldorf Astoria Hotel in Manhattan. Wow. As like a teen. I can't believe that's true. I'm, I'm assuming. I can't believe that's true. Inspiration. Yeah, it is. Her relatives described her as very much a tomboy who dreamed about becoming a veterinarian. Hmm. According to her mother, Kathy, Kathy, she would save up her money to buy monkeys, snakes, and goats. And once recalled a particular incident in which she... Does she live in Peru? <laughs> right. Like, where did she buy them from? <laughs> what? In which she left the snake out of the cage at the Waldorf. Damn. But, like someone's letting her do that oh no she's a child like i'm not no i'm not mad at her it's where the fuck are you kathy Hill? like uh, truly where the fuck are you yeah where are you huh why does she live in a hotel yeah what are you doing yeah truly what are you doing she was raised in a very sheltered and conservative atmosphere her parents were particularly strict and she was not allowed to date wear makeup or go to school dances what (laughs) yeah that is a recipe for what's about to come. Yeah. Yeah. Her mother enrolled her in etiquette classes Ew. with the idea of involving her in the socialite scene. Uh, That will happen, but it has changed, Kathy. Right. Paris was at first reluctant to be a part of it, and she did not find it real or natural. Mm. The family hung out with people like Lionel Richie, Donald Trump, and Michael Jackson. Okay. That's a weird group assortment yeah <laughs> so her and nicole richie are like besties since like almost birth basically okay um growing up in la hilton attended the buckley school um finishing elementary school in 1995 in 1996 her and her family left california for the east coast so that's probably when she starts living in the fucking hotel mm-hmm. <laughs> at age 15 she attended professional children's school what <laughs> whatever that is and played ice hockey Okay. Okay. So she starts rebelling. And when she's 16, her parents sent her to a series of boarding schools for emotionally troubled teens, the last of which was the Provo Canyon School. 
And she talks about this in her documentary, This is Paris, which I've seen. And she describes like being basically abducted from her bed at night. Like that's how they do it. They I come in imagine. and abduct her mm-hmm. for some reason. I don't know why they do it that way. I mean, maybe, maybe their idea is that you can't um, wiggle your way out of it if it happens like suddenly yeah like fit like physically take her out of bed yeah like like as if you're being fucking kidnapped and she, they're not telling her what it is she thinks she's being kidnapped like for ransom i can't even i know that that is like only the beginning of what will happen to her yeah. there but that alone is so traumatizing i can't yeah. imagine that and there's also something about um she's from a very wealthy well-known family yeah i'm sure she literally thinks like oh somebody wants ransom from my family i'm yeah. being fucking kidnapped like the Lindbergh baby yeah i'm the Lindbergh baby oh fuck i'm the Lindbergh baby <laughs> yeah so she goes to that school and she says that she was mentally and physically abused by the staff mm-hmm. um other students recall abuse that they all faced including solitary confinement forced medication being restrained hit and strangled wow she attended provo for 11 months and was released in 1999 when she turned 18 um i mean i know that doesn't sound like long but that's a long time to be in that environment yeah she accused it's a fucking year you're there yeah. for a year her fucking and you only get out because you turn 18 right look i'm wary of anybody who puts their kid in someone else's hands yeah like period. like eyes closed to this and knowing they're gonna come and abduct like what the fuck is literally wrong with you and what did she do go to a nightclub right and because you fucked her up in the beginning yeah completely <laughs> um you let her live alone in the waldorf astoria in manhattan with like, endless amounts of money right 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 right. and you're like she's spoiled no you're shit like, she's acting weird uh yeah yeah she's acting unusual her whole shit's unusual right so we don't want to deal with it. We'll send her to Utah. But by the way, like, she's not acting weird. She's no. acting like a fucking teenager. Right. But you're giving her she's on a She's on a, a wild, like, scale because yeah. you, you operate that way. Right. But, like, she's acting like a fucking teenager. Right. Exactly. Um, she accused staffers at the school of beating her, oh. subjecting her to strip searches, oh force feeding her medication, watching her shower, and then sending her to solitary confinement without clothes as no, punishment no no yeah that's really sexual yeah kat von d also went to this school oh fuck and reports like sexual abuse the not that happened to her but that she had witnessed yeah so i mean all of that i know she didn't say there was sexual abuse for her but those things for like you're a teenage girl that there's something sexual about that about absolutely. like a male staff making you take all your clothes off oh absolutely for solitary or watching you in the shower, shower. yeah that is so, um, they're getting something out of that. That's what, that's what she says. She says um, that the people, the staff got off on physically abusing the kids. and For sure. Wh- Humiliating them and like sexualizing them. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh-huh. After that, she attended the Dwight School before dropping out. She later earned a GED certification. She's very smart, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're in 1996. But so when she was a kid, she would do modeling at charity events um, so when they moved to New York City in 1996, she made her debut as a socialite, mm. um, started frequently frequenting nightclubs and high profile events. She was underage at the time, obviously. So she obtained fake IDs to gain access to the events. She was seen at places such as Moomba and the ballroom at the Waldorf. Um, her antics and late night personas soon started attracting spotlight from local tabloids. Um, Nikki is also doing this kind of with her as well. Jason Bin, publisher of Hamptons Magazine, said, They're little stars. They've become names. To them, it's like a job. I believe they wake up every morning and say, Okay, where am I supposed to be tonight? Probably, right? Yeah. 
She Paris has recalled getting offers to show up in nightclubs for promotion as early as 16, um, which she saw as a a route to earn income on her own. She's right. Like, I don't know. I feel baffled by her parents for feeling like this is weird or how did she end up here? Because like her mom set her up for the socialite life, Uh which means not doing fuck all. Right. Right. Yeah. So what do you think she's going to do with her life as at 20? Right. What is she going to do all day if you do not require her to have a real job? Right. If she can make great money doing this dumb shit. Going partying when you're 16 in New York? Yeah, what the fuck? Why wouldn't you do that? Right. right. Use your noggin. Like, why wouldn't she just do that? Right. Yeah, so this was this was when they are so horrified by that she gets sent to those schools. Okay. So when she's out of the school, she resumes her public appearances. Um, a New Yorker profile published in October 1999 states, quote, at 16 and 18, Nikki and Paris Hilton are the littlest socialites in town. Thin, blonde, and well-born, their great-grandfather was Conrad Hilton. Hmm. They moved to L.A. with their parents three years ago and are now out and about with the city's most entitled teens. Like Eloise, whose story the two say they read like a hundred years ago, they live in a hotel, the Waldorf. Without even a smile, they can breeze past the velvet ropes at Moomba or get a seat at La Bibliquette. Okay. So, yeah. In 2000... She's 19, and she drew a lot of attention for the first time in the tabloids when she and Leonardo DiCaprio were seen together. That led to one of her first magazine profiles with Vanity Fair, in which she denied being involved with him. Yeah. (laughs) They're being 19. Yeah. Yeah. She dated Edward Forlong in 2000 and poker player Rick Solomon. No. By the way, a (laughs) poker player? Yeah, he's so What the fuck does that mean? He's just a gross guy. Okay, got like, it. Like, greasy guy? Mm-hmm. Rick Solomon. Ew, I fucking hate him. <sighs> she dated him from late 2000 to mid-2001. <sighs> Isn't she literally 19? Yeah. She's born 81, so yeah, 19. How old is he? Let me look. Older. For <laughs> sure. Safe to say? Older. He was married to Shannon Doherty. Oh, wow. Oh, he's much older. How old is he in 2000? Was he 2001? Is that what you said? He, 2001. He's like 31 at that time cool dating a 19 year old filming her uh-huh. interesting <sighs> not so he, predatory at all yeah he distributed her sex tape called one night in paris in 2003 two years after they broke up in her documentary this is paris she says it was my first real relationship 18 i was so in love with him and i wanted to make him happy and i just remember him pulling out the camera and he was kind of pressuring me into it it was like being electronically raped she says, that was a private moment of a teenage girl not in her right headspace, but everyone was watching it and laughing like it's something funny. I would say that the tape is something that I will regret for the rest of my life. I was a teenager. I was in love. I trusted the wrong person and I let that happen. Oh my God. So, I mean, first of all, you didn't let anything happen. Like mm-hmm. you were, like you just said, you were pressured into it by someone much older than you. Yeah, like And like <laughs> older means that he has more life under his belt than you. Mm-hmm. So he has the strategies and the wherewithal to know how to pressure you. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like older doesn't just mean like literal years of his life. It means like mental uh, wherewithal, you yeah, know what I and mean? And like savvier. Yeah. And how to manipulate a teenage girl. Like he used his age and everything that comes with it to manipulate a teenage girl. Mm-hmm. That is horrifying. That's yeah. horrifying. He was married to Shannon Doherty from 2002 to 2003. And then Pamela Anderson from 2007 2008 that's really interesting because she had a similar like sex tape <laughs> yeah and that was distributed without her consent yeah i, I wonder and he how did she did the same thing i wonder how she like um squared that in her mind to date him 
No idea. He um he remarried Pamela Anderson in 2014, but they split again. Fuck Pam, come on. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. So in 2003, when the sex tape leaks, it's around the same time as the Simple Life premiere. Which, if you don't know the Simple Life, I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> it's like the, the reality show, the original the reality, reality show. show with her and um Nicole Richie, and basically they just like go to like Arkansas and like weird places. And um, have to take up, like, normal people jobs. And we all, like, giggle about it. Yeah, we all watch them. Like, they play up their own, their, like, little characters they have of being, like, rich and spoiled and whatever. Yeah, like, what's Walmart? Like, that type of stuff. Yeah. But I, the truth is that they're both very, like, savvy, smart girls, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they were like, we know what America wants to see. Like, we know they're sending us here to look funny and, like, make fun of these poor people and, like, look like dumb bitches, so we'll do it. Right. Like, they know, like, what the show is. We know the game. Right. They're not dumb in any way. Right. But that show is funny. It is funny. It really is just them going to, like, Indiana and asking, like, farm farm hands, like, do you want to make out? Yeah, and they're like, (laughs) stop! In July 2004, Rick Solomon dropped his lawsuit against the Hilton family. Are you fucking kidding he me? he did sue them for, like, defamation. For what? Um, what did they do? Tell tell the world he's a piece of shit? Yeah, they sued him, like, because he was exploiting them. Yeah. <laughs> or her. And then he sued them back. He dropped their lawsuit, and he agreed to pay Hilton $400,000 plus a percentage of the tape's sale profit. However... In 2013, Paris claimed that she had never made money off the sex tape. Yeah, I bet. Quote, I never made a dollar. I make enough money in nice ways. My fragrance line makes enough. I don't need to worry about that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it was more like, I don't know, a a moral victory. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Paris and Nicole are on the show. They're getting a lot of kind of bad press, I guess, because the sex tape and Nicole is busted for drugs. Yeah, I feel like my recollection of that time was that they were known for being like the original famous for being famous kind of person. Oh, absolutely. And like tabloid catastrophe. You know what I mean? Yeah. That era of like people falling out of one oak, like with no underwear on. Exactly. Right. And like dropping their cocaine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, but it's a really successful show for like the first three seasons. Mm -hmm. And then it starts to drop because Nicole... Gets a little jealous. Yeah. Because, I mean, looking back, she was the sidekick. Like, Paris was so obviously the main one. Yeah. Like, Nicole Richie was Paris Hilton's friend. For sure. At and least like, in the beginning. Didn't she, didn't Nicole get the show? Because Paris was like, I want I want her to do it with me. They wanted it to be Paris and Nikki. Her sister? Yeah. But it ended up, she was like, I'd rather do it with Nicole. Nikki was like, I don't want to be on reality TV. Oh. Like, I'm a little classier than that. And then they wanted to do it with Kimberly Stewart, the mm-hmm. motorcycle girl. Fell off the motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. And, but Paris was like, mm. Nicole's my actual friend. I want to do it with her. Yeah. They've been besties forever. And like, they're funny right. together. They are. And they really are. But yeah. I also remember like, this is also the era of like being so skinny was yeah. like the thing. Like that, that equ- equal beauty. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I remember like, I don't know when Nicole Richie, when her, body like kind of changed into what we know it to be today but like mm-hmm. i remember those first few seasons of that show she was like i'm sure at the time felt like the fat friend people called her that people called her that yeah and like if you look at her body at that time today you would never think that of her but right. again this was the era of like 
being having an eating disorder was yeah. was the look and like doing drugs yeah like be, <laughs> being yeah being like i mean this is like fresh off the kate moss right whole thing right right and paris is also just so skinny like anyone yeah. next to paris like she's like six feet fucking tall and she's like <laughs> she was like ray elfin at the time yeah and i only bring it up to me because i'm sure it played into nicole's perception of herself as the less desirable less important like yeah. sidekick yeah so Paris hosts SNL yeah, one night and Nicole says that she's going to have like a watch party yeah, for her, for all their friends to watch the SNL thing. And when it's like a little bit after her monologue and like, it's about to come on, um, she plays one night in Paris instead. She plays her fucking sex tape. She plays her sex tape in front of all of her friends. No, here's the thing. Like I could never Mm-hmm. Get over that. Mm-hmm. I could never. That's Play. like so fucked up, man. If that were a sex tape Paris Hilton put out on purpose, this would be fucked up to do. Right. To play it in a random context, to play it without her permission. Mm-hmm. But like, this is a, a huge violation Paris Hilton suffered. Right. And you're her best friend. You know that. Right. And like, not just like, we're best friends, like best friends since three or four years old. Like, it would literally be like if you did that. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's really crazy, Nicole. That's Nicole. really crazy. What's wild is like, she was either... On, on drugs. drugs when she did that yeah or she must have truly gone i'm ready to watch my friendship implode forever like right she's not doing that thinking like oh i'm doing something kind of bitchy she knows she's doing something catastrophic and for what because you're Cause jealous you're fucking mad that she's hosting it without you that's crazy are you nicole? kidding me would you want her to turn it down right they didn't ask for you they asked for her right nicole nicole that's really bad what you did there that is something that like Look, I know that Paris Hilton has forgiven her. Like she I went couldn't. to her wedding recently. Yeah, if a million years past Kendall, if you did anything like it's that like, to me, dead. It's you'd dead. Be dead to me. It's dead. Awful. Um. So this is when the show starts like fucking up. But like they are required to continue the show for five seasons because they're under contract. Sure. So they start filming like separately. Like they're sent to different locations. But like that's just not as good. Like because well, there's we, no one to play off of. Right. So it's not as fun, and it ends up you know, fading out. Mm-hmm. Um, and they aren't, are famously not friends for a long time, but I guess have since rekindled kind of mm-hmm. Paris had a seven month relationship with Nick Carter in 2004. And he opened up about their relationship in his 2013 <laughs> autobiography. Cool. Saying Paris was the worst person in the world for me to look up with, to hook up with. She fed my worst impulses as far as partying. <sighs> no one else is responsible for you, Nick. Right. So they broke up. And by the way, no one begins dating Paris Hilton in 2004 if they don't want to party. Right. (laughs) Right. What are you talking about? I thought we'd be like chill at home. I thought, yeah, I thought we'd be like an at home, like cozy couple. No, you didn't. You didn't think that. You chose your partner. Yeah. And then you're acting shocked that she was who you knew she was. She was Paris Hilton. Yeah. Um, So cheating allegations start to come out because... Nick Carter accuses her of cheating on him with her House of Wax co-star, Chad Michael Murray, who was married to Sophia Bush at the time. I heard that Sophia Bush found out about that. Uh by She heard him on the phone. Oh, no. To a friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like She heard Chad Michael Murray on the phone to a friend talking about fucking Paris Hilton. And she was like, I'm sorry, you're my husband. We got married five months ago. I can't even believe. Yeah. They reportedly had a fling while filming the horror movie House of Wax um, in Australia. It's believed to be the reason 
why Sophia Bush had their marriage annulled after mm-hmm. five months. That is so soon after the marriage. Mm-hmm. You would there are certainly like grounds to be like, hey, I was bamboozled by this man. Right. Like, clearly, right. he has never had any intention of being my like faithful husband. Exactly. And I know that Sophia Bush took marriage really seriously. I love that girl. I love that girl. And she does not deserve it. And then they had to continue filming One Tree Hill. Kill, kill, Are kill. you joking? With like Mark Schwann telling her to like get naked with Chad Michael Murray oh every day. My God. I can't. The strength. The strength. So, <laughs> Chad Michael Murray has never confirmed the reports. Or recovered his career. Or been seen again. <laughs> <laughs> but he did say in a 2011 interview that he was a reformed man. Oh my God. Now he's posting like, Jesus loves all bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> he right. said um, you know but should, honestly like i hope you are very different i hope you're completely different <laughs> for, and for you i hope you're completely fucking different um you know i was a kid he told e-news then why was he 25 he was like 25 like then don't get married if you're a kid honey if he um wasn't communicative in his marriage and it fell apart because of that if he was a work he worked too hard he worked too many long hours and it fell apart because of that that would be like i was a kid i didn't know how to prioritize my relationship Mm -hmm. i didn't know how much of a commitment marriage was right but fucking people who aren't your partner you've known that since you were like 14 is a thing you can't do no right like the right like that is not marriage specific that is like relationship shit that i'm sure you've been in them before right before you got married at 25 or whatever right so there's no part of like I was a kid. I didn't know I couldn't cheat on people. Uh, you come on. You knew like literally the first co-star you see. Right. The fir- you're an actor, <laughs> aren't you? What you know hell? how this goes. <laughs> he says when you're young and you're thrown into something that I wasn't ready for, you proposed to her. Does he mean like having opportunities like being around Paris Hilton? He never thought he would be. Oh my god. I'm human and screw up. I'm glad I went through it. I really am cuz I wouldn't have come out the other side. The man you are today. <laughs> the man I am today. I never would have found God if I hadn't fucked Paris Hilton. Okay. Like, okay, man. Oh, my God. And she's oh. there like, I'm just a girl. <laughs> she started dating Greek shipping heir Paris Latsis in December 2004 to Paris's. Oh, to be a Greek shipping heir. I know. They seem like they're having the best, best time, time ever. <laughs> they became engaged seven months later. But in November 2005, they called off their engagement. She next had a relationship with another Greek heir, Stavros Niakos, whom she dated on and off between December 2005 and March 2007. He's the son of a billionaire shipping tycoon. She was spotted with him partying just a few hours after confirming her breakup with Paris. He was apparently dating Mary Kay Olsen Hmm. from April 2005 for five months before he moved on to Paris. And this apparently angered Mary-Kate. MK? She said, Paris and I always only had nice things to say about each other. Now I guess you can tell we're not talking. Damn. Damn. Oh, to be a 24-year-old billionaire. (laughs) 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 Mad for someone stole your boyfriend. Mad because Paris stole your boyfriend. So on January 22nd, 2007, Paris Hilton's private life became public on ParisExposed.com. So this is what happened. She moved houses and put all of her like personal shit in a storage unit and somehow forgot to pay the $208 bill. And so it was sold at auction. No. And all her shit was bought by someone and uploaded on parisexposed.com and people would pay like monthly to see all the shit that was in it. What? It had 1.2 million visitors in just over 40 hours. 
among its contents were medications, prescriptions, diaries, photographs, contracts, love letters, a video shot by Joe Francis of Girls Gone Wild. She obtained a temporary injunction against the website and it was shut down. There's a video of Nicole Richie licking cocaine off a plate. Oh, no. (laughs) A guy covered in cocaine, like covered in cocaine <laughs> i don't know there's how, no other way to i don't say know that. how else to say it um i do have these photos so, so what they found like old computers old old like polaroids i think oh wow okay yeah um oh my god i can't <laughs> it didn't occur to me that, like a photo could be a physical photo so they found hard drives <laughs> no like, no they found like scrapbooks <laughs> yeah like they were like diary and stuff wow love letters to nick carter Phone numbers like Khloe Kardashian and Chris Jenner. Prescriptions under the name Amber Taylor. Herpes medication. I they love that. Antibiotics. Um, Ambien. A bunch of pills. Let me show you some of these pictures. I hope I can find the cocaine guy. A video of her like smoking a tampon like it's a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> she had this note. This feels ethically ambiguous to me, but... I'm going to say it. Okay. She had this note that says clean house, organized life. See Diane twice a week. Be sober. Go to AA at least twice a week. Be honest with everyone. Even if you might get in trouble, eat healthy, start working out at least three times a week. Write in journal. Talk to someone. If I feel like throwing up, trust those who are close to me and call someone. If I feel like using get a sponsor. Wow. Yeah. Her resolutions. Yeah. Yeah. That's horrible. Her passport, her IDs. Where is the cocaine guy? <laughs> um, so many pictures of her hanging out. Oh, her tits out here with Tara Reed. Oh, here's a cocaine guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like a lot he of cocaine. He looks like a baby who dropped their fucking applesauce down their chest. Like, it's, But it's cocaine. How much money is that? That's a lot of money in yeah. cocaine. <laughs> she also has some questionable things. A lot of videos of her saying the N-word. Um, oh, and wow. some pretty. Fu- There's like Jared Leto in here. A tape of Paris at a friend's birthday party saying someone looks like her after she's been, quote, fucked by 10 N-words. Oh. Her very own remix of We Are Family, including lyrics like We Are Desperate, I'm an ugly Jewish bitch, I'm a little black whore, I get fucked up the butt for coke, I'm an N-word. Oh my god. Yes. Oh no. Paris, I can't defend that. No, it's bad. <laughs> Paris, you've gone beyond the full. Like, uh. yeah. Back in 2006, an LA event promoter who Paris dubbed a lazy Mexican. What the fuck, dude? Filed a restraining order against Paris, claiming she attacked and threatened to kill him after he told her boyfriend Stavros that she had herpes. <laughs> <laughs> now, how did he know that? <laughs> I mean, we all know now. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Take that out. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. Threatened to kill him. It's just hard when someone who has been victimized, but is also doing fucked up things themselves. I've been thinking about this a lot. I'm like, she's just a person, man. I mean, she's good and bad. Yeah. Hard, really hard to defend. Well, Mm -hmm. all of the like racist terms and and clearly she has some interesting ideas about people of different races. Yeah. Or at least she did. Sure. Or she at least thought it was cool too. Which is funny. Bad. Yeah. (laughs) Which which is is so bad. um, If that happened today, she'd be like thoroughly canceled. Yeah. And like with good reason. Right. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know what to say. With good reason. 
Right. When this first came out and it was exposed, I mean, obviously it was a way different time. It was 2007. But her like publicist and attorney were like, she obviously like doesn't believe these things and she was fucked up on drugs. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you can defend it by saying she was on something. No. There's a lot of like sketchy shit happening with her in 2007. Um, on September 7th, 2006, she was arrested by the LAPD and charged with driving under the influence of alcohol with a blood alcohol content of 0.08, which is like exactly the legal limit. Yeah. In November 2006, her driver's license was suspended and she pleaded no contest to a reckless driving charge. Her sentence was 36 months probation. On February 27th, 2007, she was stopped for driving with that suspended license and she signed an agreement that she was not permitted to drive. The next month, she was caught driving again going wow. 70 miles an hour in a 35 without headlights on at night. What? Without a license. Did you, did you say that she was pulled over with a suspended license and all they did was ask her to sign something saying, I won't do it again? Yeah. And then she continued to do it and again. And then she did it again. So she already got her nepotism, her her your one get out of jail nepotism card already got fucking... Yeah. So now this is the third time. Bye. Go to jail. Right. And it's like in a month. <laughs> jail, jail. Jail, jail. Um, so prosecutors in the office of the Los Angeles city attorney charged that these infractions and her failure to enroll in a court ordered alcohol education program had violated her probation on May 4th, 2007. She was sentenced to 45 days in jail for the probation violation. Yeah. She I mean, plan- yeah, she planned to appeal the sentence supporting an online petition asking California governor Arnold Schwarzenegger for a pardon. I can't, I mean the, Come it, on. the idiocy of, of doing the, Something you could get thrown in jail if you did it one time. Yeah. Doing it three or four times. You kill somebody. You could kill somebody, but doing it three or four times and then asking the governor to pardon you. Because it's not as, fair. As if you are A, uh, uh, innocent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or mm-hmm. B, like, you know, you've been on death row for 30 years for a crime you didn't commit. <laughs> right. Like, pardon me for my, f- I have to go 45 she days needs to in be jail. pardoned. You broke the law a handful of times. What on earth would qualify you to be pardoned? Right. Why would you be pardoned? Right. Yep. Arnold, don't do it. He didn't. She was required to begin her jail term on June 5th, 2007, and entered the Century Regional Detention Facility after attending the MTV Movie Awards. <laughs> okay. On June 7th, 2007, um, the sheriff signed an order resentencing her to 40 days of home confinement with an electronic monitoring device due to an unspecified medical condition. Wow. So she, she spent, what, five days in jail, ultimately? I think 13. We'll get to okay. it. Um. Yeah, kind of wild to, to be that blatantly thinking that being from a wealthy family means that you don't have to play by the same rules. Right. The sheriff said, my message to those who don't like celebrities is that punishing celebrities more than the average American is not justice. The special treatment, in a sense, appears to be because of her celebrity status. She got more time in jail. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. What if she were a black woman? Uh, <laughs> yeah, know? come on. You're like, don't don't asshole. play dumb. Yeah, don't be an idiot. The judge summoned her to reappear in court the following morning since her original sentence specified imprisonment. At the hearing, she the judge declined a briefing in chambers by her attorney on her medical condition and sent her back to jail to serve the original 45-day sentence. Cool. When she heard the decision, Paris shouted, it's not right. Screaming, she asked to hug her mother. She was moved to the medical wing of the Twin Towers Correctional Facility in L.A. and returned to the detention facility on June 13th. She was released on June 26th, so 13 days. Okay. 
come on. Yeah. The, like, I really like her now, but now I'm looking back, I'm like, fuck off. Going yeah. 70 in a 35 at night with no headlights on? You're going to kill, like, children. You're going <laughs> to kill a kid. Yeah. Like, I, fuck you. It's also like Nicole Richie driving the wrong way on the highway. Yeah. Literally, what's wrong with you? The thing is, like... <laughs> Yeah, I th- both of them, I feel like, have done, in the last, like, 15 years, plenty where I, I like them now. Right. But if they had been in any other circumstance in-, in life, born into any other circumstance, they wouldn't have had the opportunity to turn it around. Exactly. And that is, like, it's just deeply unfair. And, I mean, hearing anybody act like they've been wronged when they get the natural consequences of their actions right, is really, like hard not to hate it's just really <laughs> just being like i don't deserve this though like don't you know who i am or it just means like i don't deserve to face consequences for the things i do i'm not a regular per- i'm not a plebe i hate i can't i hate Ugh. go on i have to move on <laughs> so july 2010 she was accused of smoking marijuana at the fifa world cup game <laughs> she was escorted from the stadium by local police but the case was dismissed um the FIFA World Cup game. <laughs> I bet that was one where Shakira was singing Waka Waka. It, well, I think it was 2010. Yeah. She was escorted from the Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium. Damn. <laughs> Her publicist said, I can confirm that the incident was a complete misunderstanding and it was actually another person in the group who did it. Okay, man. <laughs> That's what her paid publicist said. It was someone else who did it. <laughs> in August 2010, just a month later, um, she was arrested by the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department on suspicion of cocaine possession in Las Vegas with her boyfriend at the time, Cy Waits. He was charged with driving under the influence at the same time. Mm-hmm. They were booked into the Clark County Jail, where Hilton was kept handcuffed on handcuffed on the booking room bench, fingerprinted, photographed, and released without bail. Hilton's defense claimed that the handbag containing cocaine was not hers. They said this person questioned was a high street brand and by no means up to her high fashion standards. So it couldn't have been her bag. That is so dumb. Mm-hmm. <sighs> she later claimed personal items, including cash and credit cards from the bag, acknowledging that it was hers. <laughs> to avoid a felony conviction, she pleaded guilty to two misdemeanors. Um, under the terms of the plea bargain, she was sentenced to one year of probation, 200 hours of community service, and a $2,000 fine, and she completed a drug abuse treatment program. Clark County District Attorney said if she was arrested for anything besides a minor traffic violation, she would spend a year in jail. There will be no discussion. The court will have no discretion. (laughs) September 20th, 2012, an audio of what was perceived as homophobic comments made by Hilton, who was unaware that she was being recorded, was leaked on the internet. God, shut up. She said, like, if she was a gay man, she'd be worried about dying of AIDS like they all die of AIDS. 2012 she said that what is she 30 at that like, point in a cab yeah is she's she 31 like 30? 31 you can't make up for having been raised in a, in a ridiculously privileged all white yeah <laughs> all like straight environment you know yeah. what i mean like you're gonna be kind of a fucking idiot yeah and that's yeah. not an excuse that's just like i'm not confused about why she holds these dumb fuck opinions because she's lived in a bubble how do you have a life that easy and understand what it is to 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 not to like be marginalized (laughs) yeah exactly that's um she's an idiot in 2014 an obsessed fan flew a plane over malibu with two banners 
One of which read, can't get Paris Whitney Hilton out of my mind. And the other read, Mr. and Mrs. Hilton, may I court your daughter, Paris? Yuck. In 2015, the same person reportedly posed as a flower delivery man to gain access to her gated community where he left her a classic Cadillac car. What? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what to say about that. <laughs> Damn. In October 2014, a different crazy person um, who was completely covered in tattoos of her no. appeared to be extremely drunk when he went to her gated community to see her. Guards called the police and the man was arrested for possession of cocaine. And in 2014, she filed a report with the LAPD. That is scary. Between 2015 and 2017, she was the target of an identity theft scheme by a woman who used her credit cards to book a party at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. Let her do it. Worth around $53,000. Oh, let her do it. She also pretended to be Hilton in emails to her employees, convincing them to transfer $106,000 to her account. Her employees... That's yeah. kind of fucked up. Yeah. People who make less money than you. Oh, I, I bet they were just in charge of her money. Of Paris's money? Yeah. Oh, let her do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hacked her sister Nikki and her dad's um, Rick in an attempt to gain passwords to other accounts. But she also stole nude photos of Hilton from her iCloud account. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't let her do that. She was arrested in 2017 for bank fraud and was later sentenced to 57 months in prison and ordered to pay restitution. So since then, she's been DJing in Ibiza. Ibiza. I'm sorry. I mean, Ibiza. Ibiza. Uh, <laughs> so honestly, I think around like 2010, she fell off. Um, and now she's having a resurge because obviously Kim Kardashian took over as like the it girl. And I, we all know that. It's just the truth. But there's enough room for everybody. Well, today there is. Uh, today there is. Definitely wasn't back then. And she makes a ton of fucking money off her fragrances. She has like 45 fragrances mm-hmm. and DJs and gets so much money. Oh, it, it has been reported that she received a million dollars for a single set. And in 2014, she earned $2.7 million for four nights of work, $347,000 an hour. Holy shit. For her residence in Ibiza. Why? People come to see her. I guess so. They've been doing that her whole life, since she was 16. Yeah. She gets paid to show up places and party. Yeah. She also just got married to venture capitalist Carter Rum. What is a venture capitalist? Ram. I think he was born rich. Oh, sick. Um, and like in- invented things. <laughs> but invented things, I mean, like started in bi- things. started businesses or invested in other people's businesses. Right. So she has a ton of money. Look, uh, and a I- lot of it is her own. But also, she only got it because she was a famous for being rich already. Yeah. Look, it's like Kylie Jenner saying she's self-made. It's like you ain't. <laughs> you ain't. Like I wouldn't buy your makeup line. Yeah, you would like, never have so the platform to say. No, it's it, no, it's just it's delusional and out of touch, right? Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't make them a bad person to be uh, from privilege, but it does mean that like you're gonna have a skewed perspective on the entire goddamn world, and you should know that. Also, like, just, <laughs> yeah, just don't say that shit. Is yeah. there no one in their life to be like, don't fucking say like, well, you sound like an asshole. <laughs> I, I don't know if there are people in their lives who will tell them you sound like a prick. <laughs> I don't think there are because they'll um, fire them, I guess. So basically, this just reminded me of like what it was like to have Paris Hilton be Paris Hilton back in the day. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. I did not touch on her feud with Lindsay Lohan because I hope to cover Lindsay mm. and save that for Lindsay. Cool, cool, cool. Because, yeah. And I Paris seems seemed to be kind of a mean girl. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, like, look, there's also, you know what? Like, sometimes people, that happens and you change and you grow up and you realize that you right. were being a dick to people. Right. Like, she's in her 40s now. Like, she's, right. she's learned. Anything else you want to say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, feel free to uh, absorb this information. Um, mull it over. Um, feel free to share it. But as to where you heard it, tell no one. Bye. Bye. Bye.